Why Nickers? Bernard pulls the trigger. And this is a brand. Nickers is a brand. Allen Houston. Nickers means Lord. Once a neck, always a neck. Thank you guys for tuning in to Nickish. It is May 1st, 2022. You got your boy Mo here alongside Nafi and Faiz. Uh, this is our last episode of Ramadan, so wanted to wish everyone here listening who's celebrating a uh, happy Eid, Eid Mubarak to everyone. Hope you guys have a blessed day with your family and friends. And uh, you know what? What's, what's a better way to celebrate your family who are Knicks fans and giving them an exclusive Nickish hoodie and hat? So if you haven't gotten one yet, Hop on over to nick-ish.com and get yourself or your family and friends a exclusive Nickish hat and hoodie. Perfect time right now in spring weather to wear one. And right now, this week, uh, we closed off the first round of the NBA playoffs. Lots to talk about, but Nafi, how are we feeling about what happened a couple of days ago? Let's let's talk about that in a minute and uh, see how you're doing right now. Well, when you was going down that path of like you know it's uh, it's Eid, joy's time to celebrate especially if they're Knicks fan go cop some uh nickish merchandise i that de- nickish apparel rather i definitely feel that but i thought you were going down the this rabbit hole like where you know if you're let's say you're a nickish listener Knicks fan also happened to be you know a muslim you know what i mean like us you know what i mean uh, celebrating Eid coming soon you're also going to be celebrating the fact that you know brooklyn <laughs> just uh <laughs> i can't do it bro i told y'all before the fact that i was just gonna laugh and i'm i can't i mean it's just it's just such a fucking hate i have for that franchise not the borough of brooklyn just make that clear a lot of love and respect for brooklyn you know what i mean all five boroughs a lot of love you know what i mean but the nets franchise the new jersey nets Woo! you know what let me I'm doing good, by the way. If you if you can't tell, I'm doing very good because of uh, you know, just uh, just just KD going home. You know what I mean? Kyrie going home. Um, knowing the fact that like last year, a team with Alfred Payton and Reggie Bullock in playoff rotation minutes won a playoff game in a first round series. You know what I mean? As opposed to KD and Kyrie this year. You know what I mean? So I'm feeling pretty good. So I'm, I'm gonna hand it off to Faiz, bro. Help me, help me dance on this grave. You know what I mean? Let me warm up a little bit. You know what I mean? Because I'm about to do a whole full Michael Jackson routine on that grave. But let me ha- pass it to Faiz. You know what I mean? Go ahead, go ahead. I mean, yo, I'm I'm with Nafi. How can you not feel good? You know, Eid's, Eid's around. Ramadan's ending. The Brooklyn Nets lost. Like, what else could you it's ask beautiful. for? The, the Hawks are, are out. The Hawks. The are Hawks out. are out. Hawks yeah, yeah. We got we got Doctor Strange coming next week. Is the vibes are immaculate? You know what I mean? Just good things happen all around, bro. Literally just, can't just, complain. Just, uh, fuck the Nets. Fuck the Nets. You know what I mean? Let By the way, o- only only team in the whole first round that got swept. Everyone, even the Bulls, managed a gentleman <laughs> sweep against against the uh, defending champions, and even the fucking Pelicans managed to get two games, snag two games against the the Suns, the defending Western Conference champions. So right, the Pelicans with Zion on PTO, you know what I mean, and like just CJ McCollum out there just doing CJ McCollum things. They won a fucking one playoff game at least, yep. you know what I mean. So 
Hey, blueprint for greatness, right? Yeah, like, like ever since they fucking put up when the, when the Russian motherfucker bought that team and put up a billboard or whatever the fuck right across the street from MSG in like what 2010, it was like the, the Russian and like Jay Z, and it was like a logo that said fucking the blueprint for greatness. We're seeing it, bro. You know what I mean? And also, like, shout out to Jay Z. You know, the city's under new management. Yep. His management sucks. Listen, man. <laughs> my DMs, cheeks, bro. My DMs were flooded with uh, Nets fans sending me like Knicks memes and stuff, and it's like, yo, bro. Like, don't throw stones from a glass house. Like, you guys are living in a glass house, too, right now. Like, yeah, sure, the Knicks suck. But, like, yo, a few more years when KD and Kyrie are out, I guarantee you no one's talking about the Nets. And then they had the audacity to say things to me like, yeah, but, you know, we're really competing with the Knicks. Bro, it's just Jersey and Brooklyn people. Like, that's it. Like, it's just the people who are forced to root for you because you fucking have their name on the logo. Like, they have no choice. Like... Like if the if, if the Mets were the Queens Mets, I kind of would have no choice but to root for them because they're fucking Queens. But like, no one cares, bro. No one cares about Brooklyn. And now Milwaukee's about a fucking curb stop. Uh, Boston, I think. I, I think it could happen. So we get into that. But I don't want to move off the. I don't. I don't want to move off the Brooklyn hate train for a little bit. I don't. Let's just, we're comfortable here. I'm cozy here. Let's just stay here and then we just <laughs> we'll move on to actual basketball talk <laughs> because I want to say with Brooklyn, this is literally the most hype. I'm trying to channel energy. You guys can visually see me trying to channel the hate right now. I'm like like Goku with the spirit bomb. You know what I mean? I'm getting all the hate in me, manifesting it. This is the most hype experiment in NBA history probably ever. You know what I mean? First, they got KD and Kyrie coming to Brooklyn to resurrect the franchise. They said it was the cooler franchise in New York. That was going to be the deadly combo. The two two pure hoopers that are going to like bring basketball relevancy to the Nets franchise. That shit didn't work. It wasn't working because K- KD got arthritis in the Achilles and he sat out the first season. Kyrie was there doing his solo act. And then the second season, they're like, all right, we'll give up all our depth, you know what I mean, to get James Harden. Now we got the big three, the most unstoppable, scary hours offense the league has ever seen. The motherfuckers played like not even double-digit games together. Get the fuck out of my face. And then James Harden this year, we all saw what happened. I'm not going to like you know linger too much on you know Kyrie being a part-time player with like you know what I mean schizophrenic tendencies whatever the fuck and James Harden saw all that shit he realized yo I'm back in Houston basically because K- KD was like out so it was just James Harden carrying the load with a bunch of scrubs because their franchise decided depth is not important so he's just like fuck it I'm gonna go to Philly anyway you know what I mean let me play with a real MVP level player so he got the fuck out of there and you know we'll talk about the Philly we'll talk about like that series but yeah just a little bit right now I'm, I'm, I'm feeling good bro because you know what Nets fans or whatever can talk shit about the Knicks, but you still the whole point of getting KD and Kyrie so y'all would be like several tiers above us. Y'all was miles ahead of us, light years ahead of us, right? Y'all in the same mud as we are right now, but you much more expensive roster, older roster. You know what I mean? And like I said, KD's thirty three arthritis is about to take over that Achilles and we'll see what happens in the coming years. Yeah, and you, you, I'm gonna pass the hate on them all right now. You mentioned all that, and you you missed one thing. They, that anchor, that, oh for real, hundred and what was it, hundred fifty eight, two hundred million dollar anchor that they got on their team, sitting on the bench. Ben Simmons oh, yeah. on that team. They oh, traded yeah. Harden, who who you know for for every for all the shit that he's been getting this first round series, you know came through and in, in that last game against Toronto and was a big factor on why they won the game. And he's gonna have to carry the team as much as he can with Embiid out. Um, shit. That that oh, yeah, guy sitting yeah, on the right, bench right. with his purple ass glasses doing absolutely nothing, <laughs> and you know the the nonsense that they're dealing with with him saying that he he's gonna play game four and then not and then not play it in a crucial game uh, in a must win game not playing it. He's just he's been the biggest like you know 
he's been a little bitch this whole season and this off season for for back soreness and you know he he's a paid athlete he is a paid athlete he got his money he should be playing and he's not capable of getting on the court to at least try to do it and you know especially when like not to cut you out bro but there was like all that hype was like yo he's coming back for game four you know what I mean he's coming back for game four all the propaganda all angles nets clutch whatever say he's coming back for game four and then what happens the day of game four oh yeah last minute setback get the fuck out of here he got cold feet bro he was a fucking you he, he bitched out you know what i mean he, like and i'm not gonna like get too you know veer into problematic territory call him a fraud for any mental health issues he has i'm not gonna go there but i will say you are a professional paid athlete like you said mo you know what i mean like and your team needed you you couldn't even like you know what i mean like you couldn't even like fuck it just, just put some fucking play 10 minutes shot in your back play yeah, 10, 10 minutes, minutes you know what I mean? five minutes get on the court to touch, picks, you know touch I mean? the court so people can see you're capable of getting that far like it's 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 insane that he, he was unable to do that. And he was traded in January, and I guess the idea was for him to sit out for Ramp like ten up. games and then get you know you know build chemistry with the team and then play in the playoffs. He couldn't even get that far, but to not even play that last game that rumors you know circulated you were gonna play in to help your team at least win a game and not get swept is it's pathetic. So that's the Seth Curry and Andre Drummond trade for the fucking Nets. You yeah. know what I mean? Like and whatever picks they got, whatever the fuck, I don't know, and. <laughs> Shit, bro. Like, I, they would have got more use out of me in the game as opposed to Simmons. You know what I mean? I could just give me an edible and let me just put me on the court. I would have been more helpful than Ben Simmons was this series. You know what I mean? Like, I could have given you all a game. You know what I mean? Like, who knows? Um, it's, it's, are we ready to talk about basketball or are we still, we still cozy right now? I, I got I got one more last thought on the, on the go Nets. Ahead, and, go then, ahead, go ahead. and then we I can let it hate. go. Um, you can't envy Sean Marks' job right now because he has Hell that decision no. to make with Ben Simmons. And then on top of that, man, Kyrie's extension's coming up, and he's eligible for a $250 million five-year extension. So we're there. they have to make the decision with, between paying Kyrie $50 million a year to not play basketball, basically, or, you know, say no and possibly even lose Kevin Durant to that situation. So, man, Sean Marks has his work really cut out for him right now. They, so <laughs> The Nets really paid off Eric Adams' foundation to get – Brooklyn to be eligible for for for, for Kyrie for to be sweep. eligible to pay no, to, to play. Just say it as a, 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 a two plus two equals four. They paid to, for the right to be swept. You know what I mean? Fuck fuck the Nets. This whole That's season, the franchise in a nutshell, right there. This whole season, I put on Kyrie Irving because he'll he, that press conference. He said, "If I were able to play, I you know we would have won more games probably, and we would have had a better scene." You were they would have probably play. kept. You, they would have kept James Harden to too. Yeah, he chose not to play. It's not that he wasn't able to. He chose not to play. All yeah, he had, yeah, for sure. He just had to get vaccinated like the rest of his team and take one for literally the team. He chose not to do it. That's why they were unable to get a better seating. That's why James Harden bounced, and that's why they had to play in the play-in tournament and then get swept by, by Boston. The audacity of this motherfucker, bro. He was just like at a press conference saying, you know, the team really just needs to be – didn't have a chance to gel. I was like, I wonder why. I wonder why the team didn't have a – the chance to gel, Kyrie, you fucking idiot. So wait, while we're dancing on graves, man, yo, the Bulls also paid like two first round picks to to get gentlemen swept by the fucking Bucks. All these fucking yo. Bulls fans comparing to the Knicks and shit, like, yo, y'all gave up like four, at least three first round picks, right? What two for Vucevic and then one for for DeRozan, and then they might even lose Zach Levine right now. Yep. So man, yo, a, yo. a lot of a lot of graves to dance on. For, for, for let me, let me say shout out to shout out to Sam of the Strickland. If I you know where I'm going with this, when the weather gets warm, <laughs> 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 the, 
Demarg is cold, bro. Yes, so, sir. Demar DeFrozen. I'm a fucking born and bred hater of Demar DeRozan's game, and just the deal with the devil he made was only valid through the regular season. As soon as the playoffs came around, that coupon expired. Bro, honestly, you know was I mean? he the one who made the deal with the devil? Because the Bulls are the ones who got to pay him that money, bro, through, like, mm. what ages and shit, man. And, Sheesh, you know what? Let's keep dancing, man. You know, you got fucking Atlanta going out, going into an existential crisis, talking about <laughs> Cam Reddish is what ruined their season and shit. I don't know if you guys saw that athletic yep. report. Oh, my yeah. God, man. These guys clutching, clutching for any sort of, like, relevance right now trey young averaging yeah, like 10 points a game kevin knox outscoring him in multiple games in the season he could not get through yo that defense in miami though is insane insane yo it's like trey young literally for this is what like he's been in the playoffs you know what i mean but this is his first time playing in an actual coach you know what i mean like he had you know last year obviously we we played us we kind of overachieved whatever the fuck then he had the Philly kind of situation where, like, Doc Rivers is one of the most overrated coaches ever, and then you had Ben Simmons, like, shit in his pants. This time, the series against Miami was, like, Trey Young's first actual test, and he, he got fucking schooled, yo. Oh, like, Kyle, Kyle Lowry was out there bullying him, you know what I mean? Miami just looked like the bully in that series. And, yeah, I mean, we're doing a whole breakdancing routine out here on these graves, you know what I mean? Just having a good time. This is a blast. You know what I mean? When Knicks aren't playing ball, there's always hate to go around. We'll, we'll, we'll find a way to like make ourselves happy and entertain it's, ourselves. And yo, we have so many enemies. You know what I mean? Like it's like those guys <laughs> who hop on the train and do showtime. I'm, that's how I'm feeling right now. I'm Son, tag me in. I'm about to do a flip like three times in the air and just go hang from the fucking, you know, the banister or whatever the fuck people, <laughs> you know, hold the, like, catch you the know, steady themselves. Catch your snapback brim on your teeth. Nah, the Nickish. You got to catch the Nickish hat. Throw Yo, that up fast. in the air. Really? Then. <laughs> I mean, I did say snapback. Come back here in July. Hey, hey that's a tease, folks. Mm. <laughs> Woo. Um, all right. Serious basketball talk time. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Are we ready? We got the hate out. You know what I mean? It's like a big exhale, right? There's still, there's still more hate. You know what I mean? This is the coming months in the summer, we'll, we'll clown Brooklyn. We'll clown these teams. But big series that's about to start. I think it's tipping off like at one, right? We got... Milwaukee, defending champion Milwaukee Bucks versus the Boston Celtics. Uh, Celtics, you know, we just shit on the Nets, but on the flip side, that was an immaculate series for the Celtics. Uh, Jason Tatum looks like a stud, top five player. Ime Udoka killed it. And on the other side with the Bucks, you know what I mean? Middleton is going to be out for the series, it seems like. So it's really just going to come down to uh, if Giannis can really be, you know, super God mode and carry them. You know, through the series. So, I mean, do we want to start with predictions before it officially tips off? Because I can lead off with that. I mean, you know, the Middleton thing is tough, but I think I'm going to go with Milwaukee in seven. What about y'all? Where are you, face? Listen, I said curb stomped earlier because I was uh, in my bag. I was in my emotions. <laughs> and uh, we're doing like a little dance on all our, on our, on all our haters. And listen, now that the Nets and the Celtics aren't playing, there's no way in this life I'm going to be rooting for Boston. Like, there's yep. no way yep. in this world that I will now admit that. The, the Celtics have that chance because we talked about it last week, and I really do think that they have the best chance to make it out the East. I think if they beat Milwaukee, uh, them versus the Heat would be a really interesting Eastern Conference matchup, but I'm just going to have to go with Milwaukee because, yes, Tatum has been playing like a top-five player in this playoff series, but Giannis is probably the best player on this earth right now. Back-to-back MVPs, defensive player of the year, willed his way to a, a finals MVP, finals run against uh, the Suns when they were down two zips. So I feel like Giannis has that in his DNA. And 
I know the Celtics might be able to game plan with some sort of Giannis wall, but we've seen that the wall isn't as effective now that, that Giannis... That wall shit don't work. Yeah, he now that to... Giannis can shoot free throws, he can pass out a double team. Like, Giannis is looking much more comfortable, so I- I'm just going to have to go with them. And by the way, yes, they lost Middleton, but they've added depth by adding guys like Grayson Allen to their team. And I know everyone, wants, Lopez, like, I know that, everyone wants to put Trey Young in the villain narrative, but Grayson Allen is the real villain of the NBA. Every team hates this guy, but... <laughs> Say what you want, man. He went off in that last series. He's a great defender, great sh- like shooter overall. So yeah, that 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 Ted Cruz come drop is a definite <laughs> pest. You know what I mean? Like Real definitely got to keep him in mind. <laughs> I, I I think Milwaukee Milwaukee ends up taking it, but it's gonna be a real hard like it's gonna. If if Boston is able to get past this, they'll be truly battle tested. You know they'll they'll, they'll have probably they probably have the hardest run to the finals. To be honest, if you're looking around, if if they make it, yeah. I mean, Excellent. if Giannis Giannis may be the best player in on earth right now, but if he really wants that crown, he mm-hmm. has to do what LeBron's been doing for years and really carry this team yeah. with with run through with, the East with the injuries. He has to run through the East. He has to do it this way. If he is capable of doing it, and Giannis definitely wants a crown. He wanted years ago when he I forgot which game it was. I think it was against the Lakers. He did put two the years crown ago. He put the crown on himself, um, self proclaimed king. But then he won the title. This is his chance to really show out and ball out against arguably his second best team in the East right now in in Boston. And you know that's me putting Milwaukee first. But without Middleton, that's a huge crutch. But 100%. he wants to be the yeah. king, king of the NBA over over Embiid over uh, Jokic. Jokic. This is his chance to do it, and I've. I have confidence that he's he's going to be capable of doing it because, like like Fai's mentioned, he can shoot those free throws. He can shoot threes. He's better at passing the ball now, and he has a he has a lineup with him that's that's gonna you know that gels with him perfectly. Drew Holiday, one of the most underrated players in NBA See, history. Like, he's definitely the X factor here. Like how how his his play will go dictates it. But yo, by the way, Drew Holiday is a really capable NBA defender, man. So he's yeah. elite, he's, bro. Elite. That moves, he's a demon he, on that end. Bro. He's gonna cause a lot of issues for that team. So. I just think it depends on coaching here. Like, I think Boldenholzer versus Ime is going to be a, a pretty interesting matchup. Yeah, it's going to yeah, be a to, chess uh, match. Greg Popovich and disciples. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and, you know, Bud had question marks, but then when he was able to, you know, pivot last season after they were down 2-0 against Phoenix and then come out with the win and win four straight games, you're, you you know that he's capable of, uh, you know, making the, the right decision and make the, making the right adjustments. So I think in Boston, it's all it's going to be a game of adjustments, and it's going to be nonstop. Jalen yeah. Brown, I think, might have a lingering knee thing. I don't know if you guys seen that, but he's playing in his first game. That's something to watch out for. Robert Williams obviously came back last game. Um, but Chris, they're gonna need him because I don't know if y'all saw. Like they just announced the lineup that they're gonna have. They, they're going big: uh, Lopez, Portis, Giannis in the front court, with uh, I believe it was Drew and fuck who's in the back court. I think it was Grayson Allen, probably, possibly. Wes, I think it's probably <laughs> Wes Matthews. Wes Matthews, there you go. Yeah. So they're going big, and uh, I think that's like the distinction you guys were hitting on. Like not only is Giannis pretty much, I think we all agree. Like y'all just, I heard y'all words. Like he's probably the most unstoppable dominant force in the league right now, walking. You know what I mean? And I think. To aid that is the fact that Milwaukee kind of still has that old school mentality, especially with this lineup they're going with today, where size is key and dominant. You know what I mean? Like size and brute, brute, you know, force strength, which is basically Giannis' style. He's like a jackhammer pounding away. You know what I mean? Uh, pause if applicable. And um, <laughs> <laughs> but and and Boston, like yeah, to their credit, elite defense, top to bottom. There's really no bad defenders in their rotation. But like what I see is kind of like it's almost like a story as old as time with this Boston franchise. They're kind of small, 
and that's why Robert Williams coming back is key. Like, he is their probably their best big. But even generally with him, Horford and Daniel Tice, they're all like 6'9-ish nine, six guys that are kind of small. And they're all good defenders in their own right and all have different bring different, like, skill sets to the table. But I just feel like that size advantage that uh, Milwaukee has, that can go a long way towards mitigating some of the absence of uh, Middleton. You know what I mean? Bro. Not to completely cancel it out, but it's going to come down to the size. It's going to come down to Drew stepping in a little bit of the score. Go ahead, Faiz. We're, we're also forgetting Knicks legend Bobby Portis, who, who's hey, also yo. also been, like, Crazy shooting ass. lights out for that team. So, And we know worst-case scenario, if shit goes left, he could go up to Tatum and just bust his jaw. <laughs> you know I mean, Alpha series. So, like, bro, he's just got to grill him. Sell the, you know what I mean? If you stare at him long enough with those eyes, bro, I'm sure he'll melt. <laughs> the funniest tweet I ever saw in my one of the funniest tweets I ever saw in my life was like years ago. It was just like, yo, Bobby Portis' eyes always looked like he just walked in on like seeing his grandma showering. A <laughs> <laughs> boy got them bug eyes all the time, bro. <laughs> That's fucking funny. Um, I mean, on the other side of the Eastern Conference, though, you got you got Miami and Philly matching up. Man, that's gonna be a mm. crazy one. But honestly, I'm it, it. It just feels like as an NBA fan, I'm being I'm being um, I'm just not getting what I, my money's worth. Like how like Embiid going out. I feel like Doc Rivers did his complete Thibodeau impersonation playing Joel Embiid in the last like what was the last five minutes? That's when he got injured when they were up like thirty points. Like. They, he, did, he did not need to be playing in that moment, yeah. man. Sheesh. I mean, you, you said curb stomp earlier. I think if you ever need to use that word, it might be this series. Without You're MB, right. Philly doesn't stand a chance. I, I'm going to predict a 4-1. Four, four I'll give them one game where Harden might be his old self and be able to carry the team and Maxi steps up. Everyone would need to step up and play their absolute Tobias Harris. one win. Yeah, I, it's not, I don't think it's going to go better than, than five games, honestly. So Embiid's been completely ruled out for the series? Or uh, like no, so, so where... it, it's it's – so they said that he, there's no timetable, but today a report came out that he's tra- – I think he's not – is he traveling with them? He, he's not playing in game one and two for sure, but they're, like, saying they're optimistic he could come back. Uh, but it's pretty bad, man. It, it's not the thumb injury that we're worried about. It's an orbital fracture. So, yeah. like, literally his eye area is where he got hit. You're going to have so, to wear a mask. Yeah, the, 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 phantom the, the phantom of the process. The phantom of the process is going to have to come back. <laughs> and yeah. he, he's showing concussion-like symptoms. And you know the NBA doesn't fuck around with that at all. Right. Like, How is the NBA better with a concussion than the fucking NFL, bro? <laughs> that says a lot, but whatever. I mean, uh, on top of that, Embiid's game is pretty physical. Like, yeah, he can exactly. hit a, he can hit a shot or two, but he's usually taking hits for free throws and whatnot. So and it's, with it's Miami, he's gonna be taking hits from all. Bro, all you sides. remember that Kyle Lowry video? He like threw Trey Young on the ground and shit, man. These guys don't play, so I love it. You know what I mean? Like Miami is like a historical level, but I've always admired their franchise. You know what I mean? And I'm rooting for them in the series just because I'm not a fan with Harden, but it's just tough to see what's happening with Embiid. You know, I feel like this is like gonna be the culmination season of his. He just put the franchise on his back. You know what I mean? With Simmons out. Trade for Harden, and then like Harden's kind of been disappointing, so Embiid still had to be that guy. And then, you know what I mean? I feel like the path was laid out for at least a pretty productive run if he was healthy for them to get to the Eastern Conference Finals. And now it's like, you know, I'm in the same boat as y'all. If Embiid doesn't play at all, I think Miami could sweep, you know what I mean? Just because it's asking a lot of Tyrese Maxey to be that second option with Embiid out, you know what I mean? Uh, Tobias Harris, like, th- this is a guy that gets, he's he's, a, he's Mr. Teflon, bro. Like, people only throw him in as a punchline joke here and there, but this man's got a $170 million contract. Like, you know what I mean? He should step up, and the fact that I don't think he will is, 
just kind of the low expectations I have for them. So I'm going to go with y'all. I, I, I mean, I'm going to go bold and say Miami will sweep if Embiid doesn't play a minute. But if Embiid plays, I just have so much respect for his game. I think it could be like a Miami and six scenario if Embiid plays. But that's my takeaway. It's, y'all got final predictions on the series? It's tough to put any stock onto uh, Philly just because, yo, Toronto gave him a handful, and that's a young team. Like, they're they're basically relying on Scotty Barnes and, like, OG Ananobi, these young guys. So I, I, I'm with you guys. I think, like, if 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 uh, Joel Embiid doesn't play a game, like, definitely going to get swept because James Harden is clearly a shell of himself. And I think Embiid opens up the game for guys like Maxi. It makes it easier mm. for other guys around Harris, too, because, like, you're so worried about the gravity that Embiid brings or even Harden brings on the floor. These other guys are getting open shots. So. And Miami's defense is a is a legit scheme. Eric Spolster has the argument to be one of the best coaches in the NBA, maybe of all time. You know, so like um, all time, I, I don't know, but I think he's definitely the best coach breathing right now in the NBA. Yeah, I, I mean, I think with the with the all time thing, it's just like the 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 list is so short. You know what I mean? With like all these great coaches, so he's definitely not like top three or anything. But man, that guy. Has proved like especially in this in this era of the NBA where coaches just get dropped like flies mm-hmm. every other week. He, he's the kept a pretty crazy. Yeah, you know he's kept a relevant experience and th- this isn't th- what I'm basically trying to allude to is this isn't the Toronto team that they're playing. This is a, mm. a, a seasoned Heat team that that really wants to win. You know, so I, yeah. I think I think we all agree that the Heat are going to come out of the yeah, series. The, the defense goes crazy with this team, bro. Like. There's this one play that I saw with Trey Young. He was guard, like Kyle Lowry was guarding him up, and then he got switched to PJ Tucker. They got switched to Bam. They got switched to Jimmy Butler. At that point, like you have zero no options offensively, I mean? exactly. And they're gonna do the same thing to Harden. So really, this team's gonna ride or die with Maxi to be able to step up and drop like 30 points a game to get even a chance to to win. To- oh no! You don't think a notable playoff performer James Harden is gonna come through? Nah, you don't think that, Mo? You know what I mean, like Mr. Playoff Hero himself? Like, I mean, there's a reason he's the beard, right? Forget, forget, forget one to five for Miami, man. They got players like Max Struess playing well off the bench. Uh, they got like um, uh, Tyler Hero playing well for them. Like I know none of us ever want to acknowledge these Miami players, and this feels kind of reminiscent of that. Boston Brooklyn series because it's like pick your poison like who do nah, you... Tyler Hero is pretty much the only Miami player I'm not gonna acknowledge. <laughs> Yo, he's about to win that six man. So you know these these guys are ready. These guys are these guys are. I just say like it's crazy to see like I'm looking at the playoff bracket like besides Boston everyone's like run to the finals doesn't seem that hard. You know like if Embiid was playing I would say Miami does have a tough out but sheesh man like, yeah, yeah, yeah it feels like they're kind of getting bailed out here. Do we want to go over to the Western Conference bracket side right now, or uh, you got any more? Con- y'all got let, any more takeaways? Let's let's jump on to the side where we don't have any biases, right? <laughs> I feel like in the Eastern Conference, every matchup, we're like, yeah, I fucking hate this team. Yeah, I fucking hate this team. Like, love it. You know, you gotta get that's that's passion, bro. You know, that's what the people come here for. You know what I mean? <laughs> but no, nah, I mean, I fuck with the Golden State Warriors. Like, I was probably in the minority during the dynasty era where everybody was hating on them. I was like, I I, I love this. It's beautiful, beautiful basketball. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a I was a basketball nerd. I was like, this is porn, basically. You know what I mean? So I'm rooting for the Warriors against uh, the Grizzlies. I'm not going to b- hide that bias. But I generally, objectively do think the Grizzlies, you know, I feel like the Minnesota series itself kind of uh, was uh, like a, a prelude to how the Golden State Warriors series will go just because I feel like Golden State is a smarter team player-wise and also smarter coaching-wise to the point where, like, you know, Memphis had just sloppy, ugly moments. And... You know, they won the series in six against Minnesota. You know what I mean? I can't. I feel like 
they're still young enough where those mistakes they're not going to really learn from them immediately it's going to be like a thing where you know what i mean they're going to probably kind of get as sloppy as they were against uh golden state as they were with minnesota and it's going to cost them a lot more just because you know golden state especially with the pool party going on you know what i mean they just you know, they found themselves that third option they've been looking for probably second option now if clay's like you know inconsistent still but yeah, man, I'm just feeling like Golden State, like we talk about the the route to the finals, like we're looking at the bracket right now. They definitely, from my perspective, have probably the easiest route to the finals right now. And I'm thinking my first immediate takeaway or um, prediction for the Golden State versus Memphis series. Uh, Golden State's the thir- number three seed. Memphis is the number two seed, by the way, for our listeners. I'm thinking uh, Warriors in five. What about y'all? Takes? Reactions? Uh, honestly, I... Before I even give a take or reaction, you mentioned that the the Warriors are two, three and two. Um, if you pay attention to the bracket on both sides, uh, one, two, three, and four seeds are all in the playoffs. That's that's pretty. Oh, wow. That's pretty interesting. Um, I think I think I'm I'm gonna have to agree with you, but I think for a different reason. I don't really think it's gonna come down to Memphis not really learning from their mistakes. I've just noticed that that Memphis team is like accelerated growth, where like every time we think that they won't be able to do something, they are, but. The reason I'm going to go with Golden State is because I think that they're just like the Minnesota team, but actually consistent, where Minnesota in the series would take leads of like 15, 25 points, but they would let that slip. Now, Golden State is literally patent on the fucking, you know, going up by 15 and just keeping their foot on the gas, putting their foot right. on their throat. So, they turn that 15 and a 30-point lead quick. Exactly. Right. So I think this series is going to be definitely something for Golden State to come out of pretty easy. I'd say like six games at max like if we're going crazy if memphis like desmond bays goes for 30 points john moran gets his foot on the ground but um i i think this is going to be a better series for memphis to grow upon next year so i don't think that like i do agree with you there where they were were they're not going to be able to learn from it like immediately and adjust quickly but i think this is going to be a series that's going to teach them a lot for the the western conference for years to come basically yeah i mean if the if the Grizzlies can get one game one in the second round, that's a massive W for their entire season. That's that's yeah. their best case scenario coming into the season to win a game. I mean, their their, their season series was 3-1 between the Warriors and the Grizzlies, and the Grizzlies won three of those games. But, you know, for context, Klay Thompson didn't play those first two games. Draymond Green missed the game, and I think Curry even missed the game. So, you know, yeah. with all that being said, you really have to look at how the previous series went. And honestly, Minnesota should have won that series because they were up by multiple digits and multiple games. So... I think I think Memphis got lucky because the uh, the Wolves were playing with a lot of emotion, but not the right kind. And right. you know, they, An they experienced played, young team exactly. And yeah. and Memphis, you know, they have the most improved player on their team in John Morant. But at that point, with with the Warriors, they they got champions on that team. That's yeah. that's the difference. They got champions. They got MVPs. They got you know three point all time record holders. They got you know defensive player of the years. They got coach of the years. You can't you can't bet against the Warriors in this and. Uh, you know, I, I think at most Memphis might win one game, possibly if if Morant goes, you know, gets an out, out of body experience and, and you know plays and drops like fifty points on him. But this this is an easy W for for the Warriors. Definitely gonna be a big series for Jaw, just because like similar to kind of Giannis on the other side of the bracket, it's gonna be kind of like a test, like another test in his like kind of like storyline of greatness. You know what I mean? It's gonna be like, all right, let's see what Jaw can do against like you know what I mean. The, the revitalized dynasty that's coming back for more, you know what I mean? And I feel like historically looking at it, just because of Jaws playing style, we touched on this before, I feel like 
Golden State historically has done well against point guards in that mold. I'm thinking back to the the OKC versus uh, uh, Golden State kind of playoff series we saw, or anytime Russ played the Warriors in the playoffs. I mean, they know how to kind of like defensively uh, um, deal with that athletic, you know what I mean, uh, monster of a point guard that has a sketchy jump shot. So historically, I'm going to be kind of looking, you know, look referring back to those series, seeing how Golden State, did against like Russ and those kind of situations and seeing how it's going to carry over now. You know what I mean? When they're kind of more of a veteran oriented, more savvy team and they got the youth. You know what I mean? We mentioned Jordan Poole, like, and you mentioned the most improved player. First of all, much props to Jaw for the season he had, but I just don't get the idea of giving most improved player to a fucking number two overall pick. I never got that. Like, I remember when Kevin Love won it a couple years back. I was like, wasn't he like a top four pick? You know what I mean? I feel like most improved, this is a whole different tangent. I feel like most improved needs to go to like, to the players that just kind of just pop out of left field, like Julius last year, you know what I mean, or this year, Jordan Poole, bro. Like, I think it's more impressive what Jordan Poole did this season as a 28th overall pick who you guys go back just two, three years ago. He was he had one of the most historically awful r- rookie seasons ever. And to see what he's turned into now, I think he deserves that trophy. So that might even just be another storyline aspect where I wouldn't be surprised if Poole has like a 35, 40-point game, you know what I mean, like in the series, um, just to kind of put his stamp on it because – um, I don't think we've seen that signature kind of performance from him yet in the playoffs. You know what I mean? He had a really nice kind of like moments, but I feel like that huge Jordan Poole game is going to happen this series. Uh, that's just like kind of a hunch stuff or but kind of a, I don't know, feeling I got. What do you think, Faiz? Any closing thoughts on this series before we move on to Phoenix, Dallas? Um, no, I, I think you, you uh, more or less wrapped it. I just like, I, I guess on the uh, most improved player award situation, um, I guess it just it it does feel weird. I I did think someone like Desmond Bain would would get the award over over right. Jaw, but the thing is, man, I was looking at those stats. Like Jaw's jump was just so big, it's just hard not to acknowledge it. You know what I mean? And I I do agree with you where you're like, you know, top two picks, it's tough. But man, guys like Brandon Ingram, Julius Randle, they've won the award before, but in, in different circumstances. Jaw's still within like three years of his career so exactly. it, it, it's like, a weird feeling should be expected yeah. of a number two overall Ex- pick the, in his third season you got it. you I, I like the way you worded it it should be expected right yeah because like imagine if derrick rose got most improved player instead of mvp in that 2011 right season. right you know how weird right. that would be yeah john, john morant's in a different conversation he's in a different stratosphere so exactly yeah, yeah. But, so i don't know like this is no discredit to Ja. amazing season i do think it was dope that he gave that trophy to desmond bang i mean that's some real shit <laughs> yeah I, mean? I remember seeing that um so yeah i mean Gonna be fun series. We'll see what happens. But uh, ah, y'all, Phoenix, Dallas. Um, surpri- Dallas surprised the hell out of me. Just to kind of start, I didn't think they would come out of that first round, but I'm glad they did. You know what I mean? Just for our agenda. You know what I mean? The negativity is gonna thrive now in Utah. So happy for you know them getting Utah out of here. But I'm just shocked that Dallas is even here in the second round, especially when Luca missed like half that series. You know what I mean? Or almost half that series in the first round. But now that he's back, they got Jalen Brunson. I think this could be a fun, entertaining series, but I just think Phoenix is just so complete, even with, like, kind of a, a, a bootleg version of Devin Booker now, him kind of still nursing an injury or coming back to form. I just feel like top to bottom, bro, their their roster is so complimentary. Like you got the point guard, obviously. You got your 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 bona fide clutch scorer in Devin Booker. You got your dirty work guy in DeAndre Ayton that also can score one-on-one, which is rare, a rarity for, like, a center, you know what I mean, nowadays um, if they're kind of in that rim-running role. And you got, like, wings up and down the roster that kind of fit vers- in terms of versatili- versatility and kind of, you know, 3 and D and all that. You know what I mean? So I think Phoenix takes it in uh, five 
because I think like Luca has like a legendary performance as Luca does, but I think it'll be like one of those things where a gentleman sweep is what I think was what it's called. Yeah. What do you think, Mo? I mean, <clears throat> like the comparison he made with Ja and Giannis, I think this is also Luca's opportunity to show what he's got when he's when he has a lineup that's not gonna be at the level of the opposing team. So I mean, at this point, you know, I think DeAndre Ayton is gonna be a key player because who who in the Mavericks is gonna stop Ayton, especially when Chris Paul is Maxie feeding Cleaver. him. Not a big fan. <laughs> Maxi Cleaver. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't think so. Dwight Powell. I don't no. think so. But Mikael Dwight. I, th- I think Aiton is going to be a huge, uh, you know, person to look at as far as offense goes. And defensively, Mikael Bridge is going to be on Luca since Luca wakes up in the morning. That's what's going to happen. Luca <laughs> steps out of bed. Mikael Bridge will be right there. Shout out to uh, um, Supreme Dream for that video with with Steph Curry and that that skip they made. I fucking loved it. Uh, Mikael Bridges is going to be key defensively to stop Luka. He's, it's going to be difficult because Luka is one of the best players in the NBA, and he's going to go off every game. But as long as no one else Yo, is going the, off, then it's going to be— They made uh, you just painted, bro. I can't get it out of my head. It's just like Luka's in bed cuddling with his girl. <laughs> he's spooning. And then fucking Mikael Bridges is the third big spoon. He just goes up behind Luka. He's like, I'm still here. <laughs> Shout, way to put it. shout out Chris Paul, 14 of 14, 37 years old, 100, masterful, point guard. Holy shit. I mean, I, on 32 points, bro, 100, 100, 100. Insane. Crazy. 100% field goals, 100% three-point shooting, and 100% free throw shooting. Like, And the fact that there were Knicks fans who were questioning whether we should get Chris Paul in the Knicks three years ago is still baffling. Oh, I've been I've been in huge arguments over that. I'm I'm disgusting. Imagine having CP3 retire with you and then join your coaching staff after. You're set. You're set. Like, you seen what he did for did for Shea? Did for bro Nerlens Noel? To be honest, he got Nerlens Noel another contract. Like he's he's that guy. Um, Yeah. Anytime you go to a franchise, you just revitalizes them. You know what I mean? So any person that didn't want Chris Paul in the Knicks, was it two years ago, whatever, yeah, y'all are big. Crazy big to think that big, CP3 big, big, big. got traded for Russell Westbrook. And, and picks. That was, and picks. And, and picks. picks. And that was considered like, wow, th- the Thunder are like taking on a contract. You know, like. That's because like James Harden, he's like, I don't like Chris Paul. Bring my friend here, Daryl. And Daryl's like, okay, James. And then we saw how that ended. They're all in Philly now. So You're so fucking you know. toxic. All of them. James, Russell, <laughs> Kevin Durant. <laughs> That whole franchise, <laughs> that 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 OKC team, it's because they 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 started really young, so they were really used to like just getting their way, kind of, you know. Right, right. So they grew up to be messy bitches. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> the 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 Phoenix and Dallas series, I feel like it's gonna be an interesting one, just because I feel like it's real. This is like the one series that's really relevant to the Knicks on the Western Conference, because uh, Dallas is like. Dallas is like a, a common trade partner with the Knicks. We've seen them do deals before. We've seen uh, Dallas take on a lot of the Knicks players. So Mark, U- Mark Cuban literally has a boner for for anyone who's been on the Knicks roster right now. Rostering who Trey Burke, uh, Reggie Bullock playing big minutes at, on the starting lineup. Frank Nilakina who hasn't touched the court. <laughs> they saved him. They saved him, bro. Right. For secret, for right. That secret final play secret. for that final right. play. They I saven mean. him. They, so, because they knew the point guard is coming. So they're like, yo, Frank, we're going to keep you on ice. It's like, yeah, it's like so, Goku in the regeneration so, chamber. So that they can I mean? get Chris Paul another 100-100 game. That's that's what they want. Nah, he's going to be negative 100, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's going to owe the NBA points. That's how good Frank's defense is. So, so good, but continue. I feel, see your point. I feel like with Dallas right now, it's going to benefit us if Maxi Kleber and the rest of these power forwards don't show up because – Maybe they want Julius Randle and Dallas uh, native. You know th- there you go. And then, the, in my opinion, like you know, I've been on this Jalen Brunson train. I I love the guy. I still think the Knicks should 
try to acquire him. But this might mm-hmm. be a series that we see Jalen Brunson come back to earth because I want you guys to remember in the Jazz series, he was being guarded by Donovan Mitchell, who's basically a New York City turnstile, just literally just letting anyone go past him. But now we're going to see him go up against real defenders like Booker, Chris Paul, Mikael Bridges, who when he's not uh, at Luka's house, he's probably going to be scouting using binoculars, checking out Jalen Brunson's house. So, you know, uh, it's going to be a defining... (laughs) It's going to be a defining series for for Jalen Brunson and honestly, possibly Knicks fans. So, uh, I'm really interested to see how the series goes. I do think think the Dallas will be able to snag at least one game. I think possibly even two. But the thing is, I think the Suns had a wake-up call against the Pelicans because, I don't know if you guys saw, Chris Paul literally instituted a curfew for the team. Like that's like he was he was pissed, you know, like uh, like I think the Pelicans were, were, were really like pesty. So now I think like the Suns are going to be like, now nah, let's let's make a statement here Let, before we play the Warriors. Let's 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 prove something, you know, so. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it looks look the, the picture in the West looks pretty clear who's going to make the conference finals. I think health obviously right. is going to be a big factor. So I think this time next week. We're going to be talking about how Phoenix and Golden State are just about to make it to the conference finals. And, I mean, the only real series that, you know, it's it's not completely predictable is going to be Milwaukee and Boston at this point. So, I don't know. Last week we said these playoffs are amazing. This week doesn't seem that way. We're, you know, health, hey, health I mean, is a big factor. I'm, I'm excited as hell for a lot of these series. So, Milwaukee, Boston especially. You know what I mean? I feel um, like with the NBA, we're always trying to do, like, predictions and then, like, shit you know push comes to shove and all of a sudden like everything is like way different next week we're all talking about way different things so uh i'm excited i'm excited oh yeah that's why we save ourselves by calling us non-experts you know i mean uh, we don't claim to be experts that's we true. usually talk that's shit. true that's facts you can go to episode <laughs> one yeah, I mean, we, saying it's we, the we spent like 40 minutes violating the knicks of <laughs> the net so <laughs> The Knicks violate themselves, bro. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we don't got to do that. They don't pay us enough. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, before we close, have there been any major Knicks news in the last week? I can't recall any. I don't think that there were. Or any news at all. Now, it doesn't have to be major. The Knicks uh, managed to keep themselves out of the news for a week. That's pretty impressive. Hmm. Yeah, but, you know, they're still getting shots, especially for me. Oh, the I, mean, can, like I guess the Cam Reddish thing was, like, the biggest thing that happened where, like, Hawks, the Hawks fucking beat writers started violating Cam Reddish. Poor guy. I feel like that's a that's gonna be Cam Reddish's defining Knicks moment. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, he really he ruined the Hawks franchise by not even being there. <laughs> like, legend, bro. There's no legend. other player who's getting a whole article written about them, bro. Like, it's just Knicks players. Like, I think the most relevant Knicks thing that happened this week is just that uh, Kayvon's the only Tibbs we're gonna acknowledge this summer. Uh, I mean, until the shout you know, out the, the Giants, Tibbs. Yo, shout no. out the Giants for having an A plus draft, and shout out the That's... Yankees, bro. They on a what, like eight game win streak right now? They're leading They're the American themselves. League, right? Mets you too. Know, we may have Jets fans out there that are following us. So, you know, good. Jets had a good draft. Yeah, you had a cute little draft. You know what I mean? Little bro d- did their thing too. You know what I mean? But the Giants, bro. Giants, man. Come on now. I'm, I'm back on speaking terms with them. You know what I mean? Hell yes. <laughs> I've been ignoring that side hole for like two years now. Hell but yes. Back on speaking terms. You know what I mean? <laughs> Joe Judge yes. is out. Dave Gettleman is gone. Daniel Jones might be gone next year. It's a beautiful Please. thing. Please. Beautiful thing. Bro, when I, when I got that notification that he didn't they didn't opt in, oh my God, bro. I was like, we have smart people now, bro. We have people that aren't boomers running this franchise oh that like God. won't blindly trust it. Daniel Jones bro, because he's a tall swear, white dude. I swear Dave Gettleman could have done the same exact draft and I would have been like, this is this is absurd. I'm not I'm not here for this. Like, 
Nah, Dave Gettleman, as soon as he picked, yo, Saquon, I know people love Saquon, but as soon nah, as he nah, picked nah, Saquon nah, Barkley nah. number two overall, we know, bro, he picked Daniel Jones, bro. He, Daniel Jones, a second round pick. Like The only good pick Dave Gettleman had was Andrew Thomas. You know what I mean? That I, shit was I, I'm handed give, to him and a silver platter, bro. Like You know what? And you know what? I'm going to give that credit to Joe Judge because Joe Judge is fucking has connections to Georgia or whatever, you know what I mean, from the college days. So that's a Joe Judge pick to me. That's the only good thing Joe Judge did. So Gettleman got a big zero on his report card. Fuck Dave Gettleman. I hope somewhere, wherever he's probably like, I don't know, pulling on a door that says push. I hope his old ass can fucking, I don't know, keel over. Fuck him. Nah, I mean, nah. what he did to our franchise. Motherfucker. People just listen that. to this shit and think New York sports fans all just need a really good therapist, bro. That, that's all I Probably. Mean. That's, that's what this is. That's what, that's, that's what this is for us. We get, No, we ain't no therapy. It's, called, it's a podcasting mic, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, Mo, take us home. Sure. Um, thank you guys for listening to this episode of Nickish. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Nickish Show. Check out our website nick-ish.com and tune in next week. Uh, I think I think we might have an awesome episode for everyone to listen to next week. So make sure you tune in. So until next time, take care, everyone. Eid Mubarak again. Peace. 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 Eid Mubarak. <laughs>